You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The future, faster, higher, stronger. That doesn't mean anything. Welcome to Pint of Football, the nation's drunkest football podcast. By the time you hear this, Valentine's Day will have been and gone, but thankfully, our love for obscure football is eternal. Introducing the pod is I, Daz, Petrol Station Flowers Napton, <laughs> and I'm joined by the self-described Casanova of Pilning, Tom Meadowcroft. I'm divorced. <laughs> <laughs> And our host for tonight's In The Mix is Andy Baxter, a hopeless romantic who is here to tell us that love can be found even in the ugliest of places. Isn't that right? I hadn't really considered that we were at the opposite ends of the wedding sort of journey, <laughs> Tom and I. That way to let the listeners behind the curtain, but yeah. <laughs> Did you actually know the story of where Cupid came from? Uh, oh, no, go on. Swindon. <laughs> the remo- no. most romantic town that there is. <laughs> Cupid came from Trinidad and Tobago, believe it or not. Oh, sweet. Should have guessed, shouldn't we? Kern Cupid, the Trinidad international defender. Who, um, and do you know where the term Cupid's arrow came from? Is it like Racy's rocket? <laughs> Basically, it's because he was left back and he'd just do arrow passes that went diagonally across the pitch. So if ever you hear the term Cupid's arrow, you know, it's based on the Trinidad left back and his passing ability. I don't know if anyone else refers to it as something else, but that's how I've, I've always referred mm. to it. I don't know if we have much of a listenership in Trinidad. I don't know if we have much of a listenership. <laughs> End of, yeah, true. Right, shall we, we didn't ever come up with a name for this feature, did we? The super mega world map of football thing. Yeah, no, we didn't ever have a have a name for this. 
Shall we make one now? How about Pints of Football Globe Perverts? I like that. Yeah, it's yeah. up. And it leads me on very nicely to where we are today. I drew Qatar out of the hat, unfortunately, for those who don't remember the end of last episode. And um, it was a funny one, this, because very recent history has given us something big to talk about, but I was quite keen not to go for that because, you know, it feels very, it feels very sort of like a fake polished image that they want to portray rather than actually what the place is about. And, you know, I found that during my research that it's even like on various different websites you go on, they all seem like they're curated by the government or the sort of, um, the controlling regime there. They all use the same types of language and there's always like this sort of um, oh. this crap business language that doesn't mean anything but it's all in there about future endeavours and aiming for the, shooting for the sky and all crap like this and you can, it, it all feels the same. It's all very fake and um, it's yes, it's, it's, it's just not nice. It's unpleasant. You read all these things and there's a couple of token nods to um you know, like when when women were first allowed to be to be athletes and participate in sports, which was 2012 Olympics, and you think, right, okay, so you're actually going to mention stuff like that that you're not a very nice place, and it's um, yeah, they've done very well to to try and put all these stories out about what it's like over there and put a positive spin on there. They've got a very good PR company, is what I'm going to say, at risk of us being, you know, hunted down by the Qataris. Who runs the place? Like, is it a, have they got like a, a monarch or? I think they do. They've got, I think, a, they've I got think a, they have a monarchy, yeah. They've got a crown prince who keeps getting mentioned in stuff. Um, and I, I think it is a controlling family. Uh, um, I don't know if they're exactly compares to a royal family as such, but I know that there's, um, that's where all the money is and, they sort of say what goes and what what can't go on and things like that. And, you know, a lot of the stuff is very well written about and publicised. And as I say, I don't really want to talk too much about that because it's pretty unpleasant. But just to give you a little taste of some of this crap in the websites, it talks about um, there's one headline of this, of this section at the end, and it says, the future, faster, higher, stronger. That doesn't mean anything. It mm. just, you know, it's it's that that's the kind of vibe to all these sites and, you know, it's, it's it's done nothing to make me think that Qatar is somewhere you want to go and visit, and it's just unpleasant. Oh. Harder, faster, more homophobia. Yeah, quite. So, we'll go back to the, the very beginning of Qatar football history. Um, the bits that I could find that were nice enough to read. They started playing in the 1940s on sand, which is pretty cool, because we all like beach football, and... Um, you know that is that is nice, but they used to draw the lines for the pitch using oil. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you just got so much of it. Yeah, just like handfuls of it. Are they just sort of? Is it just loose in their pockets? I don't understand how that works, but that's that's what it says. But this is this is again this is kind of this um they're trying to be sort of twee and and nice about their history. Oh look, we we you know we just wanted to play football so desperately we did whatever we could. Whereas it actually sounds um, really unpleasant. Anyway, so that was the 1940s when there's the first record of games being played on sand pitches. And then in 1950, 
their first proper football club was formed, who were Al Ali, who are still going. They're like you know mm. the 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 OGs, um, and there there was some amateur games going on on this with this club and all that. And then ten years later, nineteen sixty, they had a Qatar Football Association. So then that's when they decided to try and organize things and all this blah blah blah. They opened the stadium uh, a couple of years later and all this, and then such is their way of doing things. They just sort of throw money at things because they're so concerned about how the image of their place and what they do comes across. They just want to be seen as luxury is not the right word, but, you know, sort of high rolling kind of um, sort of, yeah, decadent kind of kind of way of doing things. And so in the, the 70s, the early 70s, they held a boxing match. Muhammad Ali went over there, just, you know, give him a few quid and he'll go over and oh, do yeah. anything, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So he went yeah. over and did that. A couple of years later, not to be outdone, Pele turned up and took his share of the money, you know. I was going to say. Of course he was fucking involved, <laughs> wasn't he? Pele coming into this? Yeah. Of course he's there. <laughs> it was when he was playing for Santos and rumours, rumours, Anecdotally, he got his first yellow card while he was over there. Now, I don't really get that because it must have been a friendly. And it was obviously just for a laugh, for a PR thing. So has he just run and booted someone just so he could get a yellow card so Qatar can forever say, this is what happened. Anyway, whatever. It sounds like a load of rubbish, doesn't it? Um, the end of that anecdote says... The world, the history is with us, bum. That's a good idea for a deep dive, actually. History's weirdest bungs. <laughs> I imagine we would get episodes after episode on that. Um, but yeah. anyway, officially that that legend is unconfirmed. But you know we can't ask him now because he's all he's all nice and dead, isn't he? Mm. Lovely and dead. All lovely and dead. So moving on, moving on. The thing I did actually want to talk about is the only time that Qatar have done something on a football stage that's purely just football-y. And what happened is, in the 1980 AFC Youth Championship in Thailand, Qatar must have had a good team because their under-20s got beat by South Korea in the final. But that was enough to mean they qualified for the next year's one, which was the FIFA's World Youth Championship. So not just the AFC, but this was the whole world. Um, They got to take a team down to Australia. Blah, blah, blah. Long and boring story. But they did well. They were awesome. They beat Brazil in the quarterfinals. They beat England in the semifinals. And then, unfortunately, got beat by West Germany um, in the final. But that was because it was raining and they didn't know what to do. Like, they get such little rain in, <laughs> in, in Qatar because it's a desert that when it was raining this day that they had to play Germany, they were like, yeah, the, the, the pitch is, is confusing. Um the sky has fallen in. Um, are we being punished for being bad people? That kind of thing. And they, um, yeah, that was that. They, they, that, that was their sort of big success. They, they got to the final, and you know, good on them, kind of thing. It's a, uh, it's, it, it's, it's an achievement to do that when you're only a sort of new team and minnows, even by anyone's standards back then. What well, is this translucent cold oil? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find this note. I did copy it because I really enjoyed it. There we go. As a result of achieving the runners-up position, each Qatari player received 100,000 Qatari rials, which sounds like a lot. 100,000, anything is a lot. A Mercedes-Benz, 
and the bungalow. I don't understand. Bungalow. Oh, but, oh, oh, yeah, I should have saw through that, shouldn't I? That's Here we the go. Sorry, word is call it a bungalow. I've given you this bungalow. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that took me a minute there. Sorry. <laughs> The population of Qatar was only 120,000 at the time they did that. So to get to a final, although they got beat, it's pretty flipping good because they can't all have been eligible for the under-20s team. So, um, yeah, happy days all around for the, the, the Qatar team. As I say, they did go on to beat Brazil and England on their way to the final. And I have got a quote from the guy who scored the goal, would you believe? His name is, and I apologise, Badr Bilal. He sounds like one of those fake um, baseball players from last week, doesn't he? His name is Badr Bilal. And... Badr Bilal. Yep. He's, he, he might have been from the well, West Coast. We know Badr of old. <laughs> <laughs> he scored a bicycle kick against England, which was undoubtedly the greatest moment of his career. So that's nice. And they also... Yeah, sure. yeah well, why not? They also beat Brazil by using the offside trap, which I guess Brazil had never... Take it out before. Idiots. And that's that's kind of it for the under twenties in nineteen eighty one. I mean they sort of they held they hosted the tournament in nineteen ninety five, so they had a little go again. Um they 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 hosted the tournament at short notice because it was meant to be held in Nigeria, but they had a epidemic of Ebola, so they couldn't hold a football tournament. Pretty good reason, isn't it? Well, I reckon, yeah, I reckon that was another bungalow. It, it, it does sound like it might have been a bungalow. <laughs> but anyway, the success keeps on coming for the Qatar youth team. They won the under-19s AFC Championship as recently as 2014. And then the senior team went on to win the... Let me get it right. It was the Asia, it was the Asia Cup, but I can't find what year it was. It might have been 2019. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, can't find it. I think it was 2019. Absolute garbage. Yes, there we go. I was right. 2019, they beat Japan in the final, which is a flipping good effort because we know Japan are a decent enough team. Yeah, seriously. And then it sort of just waffles on a bit now, more sort of crap and bluster about, you know, the footballing history is definitely illustrious. It's It's not illustrious, is it? Come on, it's all... <laughs> It's gross. See, yeah, what you else? won a youth cup. You won a youth cup. You, you got, to a final. got to the final. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. But it was good. And then there's also like this bit about this museum. But this is very, this is um very sort of typical of how the World Cup that's just finished was. They've just sort of gathered up all kinds of various sporting tat to show off in that this museum that they've got there. They've got Muhammad Ali's boxing gloves, which is fine because he was he went over and fought there. Um, there's a cricket bat. That Sachin Tendulkar used, um, various other crap that they've they've. Started. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah, what a guy! Well, he's one of the best cricketers ever, I believe. So that's fair enough to get that. Oh, um, yeah, no, he's, he's not. He's not just no one. If we have any cricket listeners, hello. And uh, yeah, that that's hmm. that's that's yeah, that that's kind of it from Qatar. Apart from getting into really ugly, horrible stuff that I don't really want to mention. They they did the I did read an article of the ten most famous Qatari players and then closed it because I hadn't heard of any of them. <laughs> so that was that. I've got something about Qatar. I did read a little bit about um, falconry, but there's not really. Oh, maybe we could do a spin-off about pipes of falcons. 
Is that their number one sport? Yeah, falconry, camel racing, and equestrian because they do like um, uh, their horse racing over there as well because it's all gambling and big money, isn't it? Yes, I also laughed at camel racing because it doesn't sound. It sounds like if you're going to be racist against an Arabian country, that's what you'd imagine, yeah. isn't it? Tom... I'd say that as an off-color joke. When when they're racing the camels, you know, when they put the lines down, the markers, do they use a specific sort of black wet material, <laughs> liquidy sort of material to mark out the lines? Yeah, it's just it's just hanging around over there. This this substance that they use for everything. So um, yeah, I expect they do. Yeah, you know how in the UK it's law that you have to be able to provide tap water at an establishment. Over in Qatar, it's it's legal that like, you have to be able to require a cup of oil if someone asks for it. Yeah, just, mm-hmm. just a crude oil just loitering around. Tom, you said you had a story worthy of Qatar inclusion. Yeah, um, the only thing that's slightly weird and wonderful about Qatar that I've picked up, the long and short of it is, um, it's a bit like, remember when we did, oh God, it was one of the first countries we did, and they just basically used a bunch of, Portuguese men and pretended that there was their national team. Yeah, that was the first one we ever did, actually. It was Time or Less Day. Yeah. So, for a good period of time, um, the Qatar the Qatar national team just started, like, acquiring African teenagers. Yeah, just, just more sort of horrible stuff. But uh, there's, so there's a couple of... I'm just finding some examples here. So there's this guy called um, Almoz Ali, who was born in Sudan and has played 88 games for Qatar, scoring 42 goals. Mm-hmm. Um, Good record. Yeah, they be, there's not really that much more to it. They just decided, like, hmm, how can we, how can we get good at football really quick? Or at least okay at football really quick. African yeah. children. Yeah, <laughs> the Madonna of the international stage. <laughs> you did just remind oh, me though, of some other vile page that I was reading. They've got um, you probably heard about it during the most recent World Cup. They have um, like a, an academy basically, like England. They've got that St George's Park where all the elite players go. They've got one, but it's um, it's just sort of vast and it's 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 everything it's not just the 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 men's sport it's like oh, they have basketball there and all kinds of various things it's called the aspire academy and it, it looks <sighs> lovely and and the, the facilities obviously are amazing because they've obviously they've spent so much on it but it's just reading all about that and there's testimonials from from pele obviously but also like alex ferguson and messi and and you know that you read it and it's it they it's like they've been forced to to read these things with you know on pain of torture because it's talking about how much of a great place it is to come and um learn and and develop and and you know there's definitely no human rights issues over there definitely not no sorry you'll definitely be allowed to leave exactly yeah yeah i'm sure you can you can see this video of your of your children now if you like they're being looked after very well <laughs> so yeah most unpleasant. The name, the name Aspire Football Dreams, um, on its own is sus as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like they're trying to. Sol- Sultan Khomeini's um, super fun football happy camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. Pick one's mayonnaise. 
quality mayonnaise, dips, dressing and sauces that are mixed with love and flair. Take what you want. Oh, yeah. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So yeah, that, that's enjoyable stuff. Kind of it, apart from unpleasant stuff, which would just depress us. Cheers, Qatar. Cheers, guitar, and uh, yeah. Do better. I feel we can tick this now, though, and never discuss them again. Yeah, exactly. This will be the last ever mention of that country on this podcast. That's how I fought after the World Cup, and yet the <laughs> random country generator did a big old fart in our face. That's yeah. okay, though. I think it's my turn next on the random country generator. I believe it is. Someone else should maybe do it. Togo! Yes! Ooh. Yeah, that's a bit of you, isn't it? <laughs> that's a nice one. That's nice. If you can get through it without mentioning Emmanuel Adebayor, then I'll buy you a pint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. I'll enjoy that one. Adebayor is playing in Togo now. No, he's not. He is. That's pretty cool. He's, plays, right. he's been playing at a club called um, AC Samasi since 2021. Does it say how old he is? He's 38. Ooh. I could still do a job. Oh, definitely. Christ. That's, yeah, I'm probably just going to deep dive like the latter stages of Adebayo's career. (laughs) See if I can find any info on that. There's more that I can think of, more interesting stories from Togo, certainly incidents that we can probably all recall, than Mm. some of the other countries you've managed to get episodes out of so that'll be a good one no pressure yeah i'm I'm looking forward to it also as well the fact they managed to qualify for the world cup we've basically just had to buy all that's amazing <laughs> load of amateurs and then just had to buy all banging him in <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I, this is more about adabio than it is about um Qatar now but apparently like as a kid he couldn't he just couldn't walk for some reason. And then, like, one day he was in a church and, like, a ball football bounced to his feet. And so, say, he, like, immediately got up and started, like, dribbling it. Wow. Maybe we should <laughs> save this for next time. Yeah. Pictures or it didn't happen. Does oh. any, any more for us, Does Yes, I've got the quiz. Yes. The quiz that I've been dying to do for so long. And it's pretty exciting. So you'll be pleased to know that I've brought to you a multiple choice quiz where 
the answer to every question is the same. So you might be thinking, I can't get it wrong. But this is where I explain the game. Which coal am I? (laughs) So I've got here eight statements that relate to either Andrew Cole, Ashley Cole, Joe Cole, or Carlton Cole. (laughs) Good. And all you have to do is say, which coal am I? I like it. I like it. I can I be honest? I don't really know who Carlton Cole is. He's if it doesn't fit any, into any other categories, it's him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I get for supporting a League Two team. He's the he's probably the wild card. Yeah. Mm. If it's something really obscure and you think who the hell would have done that, then it might be Carlton. So it's Ashley Cole, Carlton Cole, or Joe Cole, Andy Cole. Oh, for God's sake. All right, I'm going to lose this, but carry on. Tom, I'll start with you. Oh, good. I managed to score 15 goals for West Ham United. Which and- call am I? Andy Cole. It's Joe Cole. Shit! <laughs> Baxter, would you have got that one? Um, I mean, I would have guessed, I would have guessed someone who played for West Ham. That would have been a, a start. No. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay. See if Baxter can have a better start. I started my career in 2001 at Chelsea. Which Cole am I? Cotton Cole. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> One nil. Right. Number three. Unlike the other three, I spent my whole playing career in England. Which Cole am I? Oh, that's a good one. Joe Cole? No, he went to uh, he went to France somewhere, didn't he? Yeah. Why don't you marry him? <laughs> Baxter, which one are you gonna? Who would you have said? Not that it's, it's worth anything. No, no, that's not my question. I think Andy Cole played in Australia, and I th- so Joe Cole played in France. Andy Cole played in Australia. Who is the other one? Carl- Carlton. Carlton Cole. It was Ashley. Well, Ashley Cole would played for LA Galaxy, so it must be Carlton Cole. It was Andy. You're confusing Andy Cole and Dwight York. Dwight York played in <laughs> Shit. You fool! <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, and that's fine. Why didn't Andy Cole play in Australia? Cole, right. That's my, still... my question. Yeah, they should have reunited the old team. The dream team of Man U. Yeah, God. Imagine them tearing <laughs> Over up the at a- Sydney FC. Tearing up the A-League at fucking... I don't know. Fucking... Central co- koalas or whatever. <laughs> it's still one now. Still one now. So Baxter, it's your question. I'm currently working as an academy coach for Chelsea. Which call am I? Um, this ah. is Baxter's question. Yeah. Yeah. This is a guess, Joe Cole. It was a good guess. It is Joe Cole. Ah. <laughs> two now. Two now. So we're halfway through. There's still two points to be had, though. It could go to extra time. Tom, I feel like you're going to thrive under these more obscure questions. Okay. <laughs> okay. You'll enjoy this one. Mm-hmm. In 2015, I was fined £20,000 
for sending an abusive tweet to a Tottenham fan who asked why I hadn't retired yet, which <laughs> call am I? <laughs> like that. I'm sorry, can you remind me who the calls are? There is Ashley, Andy, Carlton and Joe. Andy? It was Carlton. Oh, I don't know. Oh, wow, okay. I had a guest, Ashley Cole, for that one, because he played for Arsenal, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, you, you, well, I suppose, to be fair, the other two did play for um, Chelsea and as well, so mm-hmm. potentially would have been hated by Spurs fans. Uh, Baxter, I have a 100% goal record for England B. Which goal <laughs> am I? <laughs> Andy Cole. That was a good guess. One cap, one goal for England <laughs> that, that was a good guess. <laughs> a pure guess. All right, Tom. I have won more FA Cup trophies than the other Coles. Which Cole am I? Ashley. Yes. It's off the board. During my time at Chelsea, I accidentally shot a student with an air rifle. <laughs> Which Cole am I? You see, I I know this. Go on, because there was also it was also around the same time as the whole um, sex tape incident, wasn't it? Where he he filmed himself with some um, ladies who probably may have made better choices given the time again. Um, and there was the whole <laughs> thing about him putting a phone up his ass, wasn't there? And there's also a song about it. Oh, we should no, maybe don't end with that. Um, I don't think anything was ever proven, so maybe I have to say allegedly. Why would you put a phone up your ass? Well, that's basically the song. Do you remember the song, um, Why Did You Have To Go And Put Stars In Their Eyes? From like 2002 yeah. or something. <laughs> it was to the tune of that, and it was, Why Did You Have To Go And Put A Phone Up Your Ass, <laughs> Ashley Cole? And that's, uh, <laughs> that, was, that was the song. And it's um, that's great. It's probably still available on, on online somewhere, but the answer is Ashley Cole. Right. If it is available online, we'll use it as the outro song. Um, why'd you have to go and put a phone up your ass? <laughs> da, 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 da. I wasn't aware of the song, so that is a, a nice nice fact to end the winning quiz for Baxter. Well done. Good factoid. He was until only recently a coach at Everton. He was there with Lampard. He was on mm-hmm. his, his his crew. Yeah, oh, Lampard God. sort of took him everywhere, didn't he? Which probably really? says a lot. Sean Dice isn't going <laughs> to stand for that. Dice oh. walks in and he goes, you put a phone up where? <laughs> Mine's tied to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Well, I hope you enjoyed the which call am I quiz. Oh, I loved it. It yeah. was good. It was definitely Maybe worth I'll the wait. Up. Yeah. Maybe we'll... Uh, do what? Who else have we got that's got a lot of players with the same? Well, we found out the other day from Wardy that there are a lot of Joneses, especially ones that are on the pitch at the same time and break their leg. Mm. So I remember we'll do a which Jones am I? The Jones Town Massacre. Although I wouldn't really be able to name that many good Joneses. When I was young, I was always keen when there was a player called Andy, and there wasn't ever that many, so that was always a thing. I don't even know why, but that was stupid, I suppose, wasn't I? But there you go. What about uh, Andy from 
Rovers conference season. Yeah, Andy Monkhouse. That's the one. What a guy. Yeah, and there was um, Townsend, who still does the commentary on ITV. Couple of Everton legends, Andy Van der Maeder. Yep. Andrew Andy, Johnson. Andy, well, that's it. Some of them just become Andrew for, for no reason. There was also... Um, <laughs> Want to take it a bit more seriously. Yeah. <laughs> they will, and Andy Cole became Andrew for no reason, did he? Tom Meadowcroft, please yes. give us a joke. Okay. Did you know that you can use COVID masks to brew espresso? Because they're coffee filters. <laughs> hey. Oh, that would have been a good one two years ago. Do you remember COVID? There'll <laughs> be kids listening to this, don't even know what it was. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's, not, it's not suitable for people that age. No, it's not suitable for anyone any age, really, is it? Not suitable for me. It's not suitable. Well, it seems that Ashley is confused, that every ground he is abused, the whole of England knows his news. That when he's out with Jermaine Genus, likes to play with Jermaine's penis, and then he likes to stick a mobile up his anus. Since you became a Chelsea person, seems your problems have all worsened. Know about your sick perversion. Ashley's a Chelsea Judas traitor, mobile on vibrator, up his bum. Why'd you wanna go and stick a phone up your ass? Ashley, why'd you wanna go and stick a phone up your ass? Why do you want to go and stick a phone up your ass? Why do you want to go and stick a phone up your ass? I still want to get David Seaman on, as you know. Hmm. I'm not going to say it. I'll go on it. So, pint of semen. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 